This week, we observe the ancient ritual of the traditional pre-fight donut with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. This is Body Counts and Beer. Welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. Cowabunga, dudes. I'm John Rooney Taylor. And this week, if you weren't able to tell by John's most excellent exaltation, we are discussing the 1991 kids movie classic, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret (laughs) of the Ooze. Ooze. Guys, the, the secret was that the ooze was inside you the whole time. Uh, no, no, the secret was that it, the ooze was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the secret was <laughs> turtle rap. Oh, that's, that's true. That's what the ooze is full of. Guys, sweet, you're sweet both turtle wrong. rap. The secret is you just put your ideas out into the universe and you get a yacht. <laughs> Hot shit, And right? a spot on Oprah. Uh, I gotta quit filling up my vision board with Little Debbie pictures. <laughs> Are you trying to summon the ghost of Lil' Debbie? Yeah. Or you're trying to summon the ghost of some ho-hos. <laughs> Either or. In there's any an case, it's going way. in a cage until it, <laughs> until it reproduces. There's just there's an easier way to do it. You just you go to your sleepover, you turn all the lights out, you go into the bathroom mirror. Yeah? You say Little Debbie three times. Oh, dirty. <laughs> Oh, God. Mm. I don't endorse that. (laughs) Uh, So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Use, begins, like all movies do, with a bunch of New Yorkers eating some pizza. Hey, Hey, they're walking here. They're eating here, too. Cops eating pizza. Prisoners eating pizza. Randos eating pizza. Everybody. I think a stagecoach was eating pizza. Oh, man. I don't think anybody wasn't eating pizza. And these are those big fucking quarter of the pie slices. These are those nice big slices. Those New York slices. Yep. Which, this was that brief period where they converted away from boiled hot dogs for a couple days. Correct. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Usually now, it's only boiled hot dogs. Now it's just falafel. Oh, good for them. Uh, right? And clav galash. That's oh. true. With clam juice. Uh. Crab juice. Oh, Crab no. juice. Oh, How right. dare you, John? Well, I gotta turn in my official I watched The Simpsons badge because I've just been faking it this whole time, you guys. I'm sorry. I wanted to be cool like you. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy watching King of the Hill and Fish Police. Ooh. Fish Police? Oh, yeah. Fish police. Continue. Uh, it's it's some police, right? But dig this for the fish. Oh fuck. Yeah, Puffy's all right, but fish police are for the fish. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Sega Genesis game series called James Pond. Correct. There's an iOS game that just recently came out that is a continuation of the illustrious James Pond franchise. God damn it. (laughs) There is nothing you know that I can't know. (laughs) Like that Beatles song. Look out, it's James Pond. (laughs) It was during Lennon's uh, Concrete Music Days. Oh, good stuff. Oh, during that, what, that that Lost Weekend that was actually six months where him and Harry Nilsson just did smack? Correct. Cool, okay, cool. Nice. All 
right. Uh, so again, it begins with a bunch of like a big pizza eating montage. Uh, we cut to Roy's Pizza, one of the last uh, small businesses allowed in Times Square. Yeah, this was the uh, the pre Giuliani what uh, Ed Koch days. Was he mayor at this point? Maybe David Dinkins. Maybe. Ooh, yeah, yeah probably been Dinkins. Because yeah. he's after Koch, right? I believe yeah, so. Before all my knowledge of New York mayors comes from them being made fun of on Saturday Night Live. Oh, absolutely. Or Futurama. Sure. Yeah. I just know that Tim Meadows played David Dinkins on Saturday Night Live, so the timelines would seem to <laughs> yeah, add up. Right. That seems right, because then you get Giuliani and then all the mess that happened afterwards. Yeah. Tim um, Meadows, though, solid performer. Doesn't oh, get yeah. nearly the credit he deserves. Absolutely. Absolutely. I went to an open mic once at the shitty bar called The Driftwood here in Chicago on Montrose, and we were sitting there waiting for this mic to start. And the mic had the most ludicrous rule. It was like, sign up at 7, mic's at 9. Good. And you have to yeah, stay. Yeah, for the rush. Uh. So we're just sitting there bullshitting and wasting time when at like 7.45, Tim Meadows walks in. Oh, wow. And he comes in and he walks up to like the sign-up sheet and signs up for the <laughs> open mic. No kidding. And now we're all and we're sitting there we're like, "Oh shit, that's fucking that's Tim Meadows. Oh, that's so cool. We're going to get to see Tim Meadows try out some new material." Let's not bother Tim Meadows. He's already in this shitty dive bar that lets multiple dogs wander around. <laughs> Let's just leave Tim Meadows alone. Yeah, part of his process. He yeah. needs that time to really collect himself. Well, and also you don't want to like bother him because he's like a celebrity. Like, just let the guy do his thing, you know? Right. Then the hosts of the open mic walk up to Tim Meadows and begin talking his ear off ad nauseum for at least twenty solid minutes, and you could see the the look of. Uh, excitement Tim Meadows had slowly leave his face over that period of time and it ended with him like shaking their hands and being like yeah yeah thanks and then the host walked away and as they were had their backs turned to him he ducked out of the bar (laughs) got into his car drove away never returned (laughs) wow it was real great So anyways, um, Tim Meadows, fantastic. He's really great in Pop Star. Uh, never stop, never stopping. You just got to treat him like a deer in the suburbs where you just appreciate. Yeah. You don't, you don't startle. You don't make any sudden moves. You just enjoy the fact that you've seen a Tim Meadows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, we cut to Roy's Pizza and the delivery boy Kino uh, is given an order for April O'Neil's apartment. Kino here is played by Ernie Reyes Jr., uh, son of Ernie Reyes Sr., a longtime martial artist and stuntman in Hollywood. Ernie Reyes Jr. was actually the fight double for Donatello in the first Ninja Turtles movie and they liked him so much personally they gave him a role in the film. Nice. And this would catapult him to the leading role in the amazing film Surf Ninjas. Ooh, <laughs> good for him. He really found a niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not like like he's one of those uh, actors that got famous in the silent era but couldn't make the transition to talkies. <laughs> like, buddy, we need you to do a fight scene not as like a surf ninja or a like ninja teenage mutant turtle. I, I, I can't. He's like, I, I can't. can't do, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't get off of this surfboard that is on top of this topless Jeep. I'm sorry. The best I can do is a skateboard. So you can just shoot me from the ankles up. But the feet, the feet are key to the choreography of this nah. fight scene. <laughs> it's mostly kicks. Uh, so uh, Kino caps uh, on his little moped. He goes outside and he's like, hey, there's like some like teenage girls there's there. some bids. Yeah. Some what? Some bids. Some bids? bids? Yeah. Bids. Yeah, it's a cool way of saying biddies. Oh, but they're not old ladies. Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. So anyways, he... I'm going to have to look up biddy later. I mean, biddy 
if, as far as I know, is a, a, a slang term for old hens, yeah. like old lady chickens. Ah. And then it was transported to just old women in general. Because nice. apparently, not apparently, definitely, the world hates women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, without question. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, he turns to them, he's like, hey, which one of you ladies want to get up my moped with me? And they're like, which better... is absurd because the back seat is taken exclusively by the pizza delivery. Right. Nah, and she can hold it. Yeah, that's a shitty thing to ask your date to do. Hey, yeah. hold on to my pizza delivery. <laughs> I'm technically on the clock. Hey, he didn't say they were going on a date. He was looking for an intern. Yeah, and you know, it gets shittier because she's like, in your dreams. And he's like, yeah, well, when I dream, I'll dream of someone thinner. Oh! Vroom! <laughs> Drives away. Oh. Guys, I take it back. Giuliani needs to clean up this town. Yeah. Now nah, <laughs> yeah, New Yorkers felt that way. Yeah, we need to <laughs> ship... Kino off to where Giuliani sent all the homeless. Yeah. Just under the streets. Yeah. Yeah. With the Morlocks. <laughs> and the Beast from George R.R. R. Martin's Beauty and the Beast TV show. That's right. That was a thing that happened. Mm-hmm. We bring this up like every four or five episodes on this show. <laughs> we always forget it's a thing that existed, and it definitely did. <laughs> because it sounds like a really bad SNL sketch. It, and it became a bad SNL. Oh, it actually became a very good SNL sketch. But yeah, Ron Perlman is the Beast, and Linda Hamilton is the Lady. Cool. Yeah, yeah I like guys, it. Guys, we did it. All yeah. right. We have exhausted all of our George R.R. Martin Beauty and the Beast material. Correct. Again. (laughs) (laughs) So Kino uh, drives over to April O'Neil's house, and just as he's about to ring the doorbell, he looks across and sees a couple of vans with a bunch of stolen merchandise in them. So he does what any good pizza delivery boy would do. He goes to investigate a crime in progress. (laughs) And he brings with him the very pizzas he was uh, entrusted to deliver. He doesn't even put the bag down. He just walks in with... With this pizza. It's yeah. New York in the early 90s. Someone would have bagged those pizzas real quick. It's if true. not a person, a rat. Yeah, <laughs> correct. True. So he uh, he goes into this... Uh, it's like a mall, but it's also like a garden apartment mall because it's like half a floor into the into the ground. Yeah. And he yeah. walks in and he runs across three uh, pantyhosed uh, and covered robbers. And he's like, hey, I'm, you're under arrest. And they're like, oh, you the cops? He's like, no, I'm a pizza man. Then he kicks them all in the face. And he's like, oh, did I mention I'm trained in martial arts? Oops. Ooh. Then an actual legion yeah. of the robbers come yeah, out. In phalanx formation. Another with shields at the front, spears at the back. Yeah. 20 dudes roll out. Yeah, all yeah. pantyhosed. Correct. Yeah, and they're oh, on their heads, by the way. Yeah, correct. Because it'd be fine if it was on their legs. Whatever. Yeah, sure. no, they're not the merry men. Correct. Yeah. They're the scary men. <laughs> Ooh, good turn. Good turn. I liked it. Because the pizza delivery guy's afraid of them because yes, they yeah. have numbers on him now. And the yes. pantyhose makes their head look like ghosts. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's what really terrifies him. Yeah. Uh, and but before Kino is uh, forced to fight a legion of uh, ghosty-looking goons, who should show up but the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh, of the title. Yes. No, actually, they will leap into the title screen. <laughs> yes, and they'll be accompanied to the opening uh, riff from uh, Kickstart My Heart. Because they <laughs> jump in and it goes... <laughs> And then that riff disappears to be replaced with someone hammering away at a Casio keyboard. Yeah, correct. There's For a the rest lot of the movie. A Casio keyboard. <laughs> someone just hit demo mode and walked away. <laughs> 
so the turtles jump in, the title comes out, and then they just start uh, beating the shit out of some fucking goons. Um, they spend more time, I think, tickling the goons than actually, like, inflicting harm upon them. Yeah, this is where the movie, you, like, kind of get the idea that this movie's not quite as dark as the first one was. It's definitely aimed at fans of the TV show. It's mostly for kids, because now the turtles aren't allowed to use their actual weapons. They're only allowed to use improvised uh, weapons like yo-yos and sausages. And sausages. Yeah, yeah, no, they defeat these goons with comedy. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Uh, At one point, Donatello uh, comes across like a boppet clown. And then he. Like a weeble wobble. Yeah. And then he takes the clown's place. And one of the goons is like, hey, they got a weeble clown. (laughs) I got a weeble turtle. What looks like the turtles we've been fighting? I better play with this. It's going to be days since I can make it out to Coney Island. I got to get my yucks in while I can. Uh, and then Donatello chases him out like a zombie does. Yeah. Uh, it's real dumb. The fighting isn't as well choreographed uh, no. as in this movie, and no. it's not as like uh, acrobatic, which is interesting because the suits for this movie the suits are way slimmed down. They're way slimmed down. Yeah, they're a lot lighter. Um, people inside them weren't actively dying just by wearing <laughs> them, and yet they had to make everything less violent. Yeah, yeah, it's very disappointing. It really is. The, the the sheer brutality of the turtles is not there, especially when you consider that they have to weigh at least four or five hundred pounds apiece, Correct. and every punch or kick from them should send you through a steel beam and or wall of bricks. Right uh, now, Michelangelo will take one of the goons uh, behind a counter of a deli, I guess you know one of those yeah. mall delis, yeah, one of those garden level mall delis, yeah, you know, you know the ones, and he spends a good like three to four minutes off screen just pummeling this poor guy with. Uh, again, as you said, like 400 pound turtle punches. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's no way he's alive. No, oh, no. And he's he... like people's elbowing him and stuff. It's intense. Correct. This was pre-rock too. Yeah. So goddamn. Yeah. Well, uh, what was it? Man- Macho Man's thing was a flying elbow. Yeah. So... He went off the turnbuckle though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It wasn't from the ground. You're right. You're yeah. right. Uh, speaking of Macho Man, who's this? It's Werner Herzog. Hi, Werner. Hello. <laughs> How are you today, my friends? Uh, I'm doing thank well. I'm, look, I'm greatly for looking forward me. to seeing you in the Star Wars Mandalorian television program. Do you know who I'm playing in the TV show? I don't. Is this an exclusive? This is a... Uh, what is your show called? Mankind's Largest Blunders in Movie Form. It's called <laughs> Look Out for the Movies. <laughs> Excellent. This is a Look Out for the Movies exclusive. Uh, I, Werner Herzog, will be playing the role... Of Werner Herzog <laughs> in the Star Wars Mandalorian TV uh, show. I would totally buy Werner Herzog would still be there. I will stand yeah, in a galaxy in the far away. But it was Tunisia. a long time ago, so Werner Herzog is nothing if not an ageless creature of chaos. Definitely. Yeah. I sprang forth fully formed from <laughs> the, the mind. That's what they don't tell you. He made the cave paintings. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. He slapped him up there. That's how he knew how to find him. Oh. Well, then it's less impressive. Yeah, I know. Well, they, well, I mean, it's still kind of cool. I guess what they say is true. Never meet your heroes. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> also, if I am one of your heroes, I pity you a great deal. What is that? Oh, yeah, Macho <laughs> Man! Come over here, Werner Herzog! Oh, I can't believe he made him eat another shoe. Right, Werner Herzog just snapped the back of Macho Man Randy Savage. That's right, Macho Man Randy Savage is dead again. 
who's next? Uh, not me. I've got a boat that I need to move through a mountain later, so I need my neck intact, please. No problem. I will uh, force you to do it at gunpoint. That seems reasonable. Uh, do you have anything to say about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2? <laughs> the Secret of the Ooze? Uh, specifically, what happened next in the movie? Nope. All right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Bernard Herzog. Damn it, he's getting into our cooler and eating all our sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> those are for later! Nah, he gets hungry with all that travel. <laughs> That's true, he gets peckish. <laughs> right? As he burns into different podcasts. Uh, Kino, during the fight, was, of course, dumped into a garbage can by Raphael because he's a bully. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, he's cool, but rude. Yeah. Sure. Good point, good point. He's got attitude. Donatello does machines. True. Uh, Michelangelo? Uh, he's a party dude. Oh, right on, right, right. on. And what about Leonardo? I know nothing of Leonardo. Gotcha. Yeah, he is a mystery wrapped in an enigma. <laughs> I think he made, like, a helicopter with a sail. <laughs> Seems about right. That's yeah. him, right? Yeah. Yeah. About right? yeah. Same yeah. guy. I think he's in one of the Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Yes. The one where you punch the Pope to death. Right. Oh, God, what a great ending <laughs> to that shitty game. <laughs> uh, so the Ninja Turtles escape. They go back to their current base of operations, April O'Neil's two-floor apartment. Fuck yeah, that news biz pays, man. Yeah, she's doing very well for the local news. She's got her own office. She's got a duplex apartment. Yeah, for a mid-afternoon on-the-street yeah. beat reporter, she's doing very well. No, nah, man, last name O'Neill in New York. That sucker's been rent-controlled since 1912. <laughs> True, and one of her neighbors does uh, make leering comments about her aerobics routine that she does on air. Yeah. So she's like a, like a cha-cha-type character. Well, no, the aerobics is in her apartment because they live underneath her, and it's actually the turtles doing ninja stuff. Yeah. Oh, I didn't piece that together. Yeah. Because no. later on, she talks about a piece she's working on, like, swimsuits of the 90s. No, that's a piece that her news editor wants her to do. And Guys, she's like, no. I really shouldn't have had this movie described to me Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I missed out on a lot of the nuance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the turtles come home. There's a lot of high-fiving and pizza eating and whatnot. And they're like, we did it. We beat the Shredder. and We could do whatever we want. And you would think this movie appears to take place... Uh, like a day, mere days after the defeat of Shredder at the end of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1. Especially because we cut to the dump where Shredder's body is being dumped into the dump. I couldn't think of any synonyms for the word dump. No, you're dumped. No, you got dumped, yeah. So we're like, yeah, this takes place a day, maybe a week, depending on when Trash Day really is, you know. Right. But as we found out when I read the Wikipedia page, it takes place one year later. Yeah. Which means Shredder has been in the back of a garbage truck for one whole year. Here's what happened, all right? It was the guy's first day driving a dump truck in the mean streets of New York. He was too timid to ask for directions to Staten Island, where the dump is. And he just drove in circles. (laughs) For a year. He ended up in Queens. He's like, oh shit, this is way wrong. I better just start collecting trash though so I don't get yelled at. (laughs) Meanwhile, the Shredditor is... The Shredditor. The the Shredditor. The Shredditor. It's the Shredditor that comes back in time to kill the turtles before they're born. Right, uh, Aliens vs. Shredditor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Alien vs. Shredditor Requiem with the Shredditor-Alien hybrid. The Shred-Alien. No, oh no. That just sounds very uncomfortable. Shred-Alien? Yeah, no thank you. Alien-Dider. 
You would. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, uh, yeah. I like a good clean podcast, guys. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, the Shredder punches himself out of a pile of trash. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, and drags himself back to Foot Clan headquarters, which is a small shack surrounded by a wall of tires, a wall of oil drums, and a wall of trash, and then no third wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, he's like Brecht. He's out to obliterate the idea of the fourth wall. Sure. Yeah. He really doesn't want you to get caught up in the fiction that you're watching, and he wants you to really... Apply the ninja clan to your own life. No, Got man, it. the fourth wall is the smog between the junkyard and New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that the Foot Clan built like a garbage cul-de-sac. Yeah. <laughs> right, so that the kids have a place to play. Right. Oh, that's very well, sweet. Barbecues right. and other team building events. Exactly. A good place for your block party. Definitely. Oh, yeah, you get one of them dunk takes in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe some uh, some bags boards and, uh, I don't know, what, what else do people do at those like watermelon eating contests? Ooh. Uh, Key parties, I guess. Oh, I literally Ooh. don't see any other reason to know your neighbors. Key party <laughs> at the Foot Clan. <laughs> yes, because all our keys are the same. <laughs> oh no, orgy it is. <laughs> all right, we're making love on the tire wall. Who's coming on? Uh, it's a bunch of teenagers too. That's yep. even worse. A bunch of teenage dudes too. Uh, whole thing's gonna be over in thirty seconds. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, yeah the Shredder uh, yeah, Tatsu uh, Shredder's like sidekick has like the remains of the Foot Clan all eight of them and they're just hanging out and he's like I'm the leader now if anyone challenges me then blah and the Shredder's like I challenge you and then some Foot Clan goof is like his face You can see most of his face. It's a very poor mask. It's fine. He's just got some cool villain scars on his eye. Three small symmetrical scars. That's it. He's got one under each eye, like he put football black there, and then a little little V uh, over his nose. V for victory. Yeah. Or vendetta. Victory. Or Victoria. Yeah, true. He's a big fan of the Victoria Underground Station in London. It's, <laughs> it's where he had his first uh, uh, tiki masala curry. Oh, Ooh. nice. Did I mean, you know that London consumes more tiki masala than the entire subcontinent of India? I am not surprised. I'm making that up. They do like a lot of curry, though. Oh. They do. Also, chicken tiki masala was invented in Scotland. Correct. I'm surprised it's not deep fried. Yeah. <laughs> and stuffed in the, the, the lining of a sheep stomach. Yeah. <laughs> And Ooh. if you're an Englishman, it kills you on sight. <laughs> <laughs> Too I mean, much fair. flavor! <laughs> it's not the salt that we're used to. Oh, no! <laughs> what is this spicy? Is this black pepper? Oh, no! They just melt like the Nazis at the end of Raiders. <laughs> uh, so the Shredders... The sh- <laughs> That's uh, his name now. The Shredditor comes in, and his first his first big order of business is to get his costume in order. Yeah. Uh, so, but what he does is he adds a lot of glitter. Oh yeah, <laughs> a ton of it. And then uh, adds uh, bigger, more pronounced spikes and ridges to his helmet, like saw teeth. Yes. Yeah. 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 So because that's like... what was missing in his first fight with the splinter. Right. If yeah. he had more glitter and spikes, he'd have won hands down. Oh, easy. Right. Yeah. We'll never know, because Splinter does fuck all in the course of this movie, except to be wrong all the time. (laughs) (laughs) 
so yeah, uh, the, uh, then some more movie happens. <laughs> <laughs> I think is this where we we cut to uh, fucking master control program talking about how dirty the water is? Yes, okay. yeah, yeah. April O'Neil is doing a live uh, on the scene report at with, like twelve thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. What uh, do you do at um, closing down? chemical place? Some kind of like super fun cleanup site. Yeah. So it's the Greater Research Institute or uh, something? Yeah, it's... Uh, Tigri. Yeah, T-G-R-I is yeah. what we... Yeah. yeah. And well, they've been dumping chemicals since like the 40s and they're deciding to clean up some of them. Yes. And in fact, they're getting a like kind of a like softball puff piece news story about how great they are yeah. for cleaning things up. Yeah, and uh, fucking Master Control Program from Tron. Yeah. Uh, the name of the character and actor both escape me. And I David Warner. To, uh, Jack Warner? David Warner. Good old Jack Warner! Gosh. Gosh. The kid stays in the picture. I'm probably drunk and racist all the time because it's the 40s and I'm a white man. Hey! Right? Those are yeah. all famous Jack Warner. Those are all yeah. things that Jack Warner did say. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah those are... I know that because I found them on the wiki quote page. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Quotable yeah. quotes by Jack Warner. I'm a racist. <laughs> <laughs> At least he was up front. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, David Warner, who plays Professor... Um, uh, not Baxter Stockholm. Yeah. No. Stockman. Stockman. Not Baxter Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> oh, Baxter yeah. Stocks. Back- His superpowers, he makes you okay with you being kidnapped. <laughs> They've pretty good superpower as far as being a villain goes. Right? Yeah. Villains yeah. do a lot of kidnapping, and yeah. that makes it a lot easier. Now, That's if true. you could just turn everybody you kidnapped, that'd be pretty awesome. Turn. Right? Like, you know, to For your side. For every season, turn, turn. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Th- thank you. Thank you. Okay. That's the one. Spin them around. Wow. Like a record round and round. Yeah. Oh, this is making so much more sense. Oh, buddy, you gotta stop making sense. Oh, but I can I can I keep making flippy floppy? <laughs> I insist. <laughs> but you gotta take it to the river and drop it in the water. Oh man. You know there this was life a... during wartime is so hard. That's okay because there was a time and there was a formula, but it was sharp as a knife. Mm. And she was. I walking on sunshine. <laughs> Uh, I prefer walking the dinosaur. Uh, well, you didn't open the door, nor did you get on the floor, so you got some work ahead of you, little man. Yeah, you're right. It's important to have dreams, though, so I support you on that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so anyways, uh, David Warner's like, we're cleaning this shit up! And they're like, And she's like, didn't you. you put it there? And he's like, yeah! And we figured we should probably <laughs> take it back. <laughs> Oops! What a friend! End of end of news report. Cut to April O'Neil's uh, cameraman, who uh, is actually a secret foot soldier spy runs over a ridge and sees a couple of a uh, couple of TGRI guys. Yeah, with some super dandelions. They are, in his defense, very big. Yeah. yeah. Well, he rips one out, but if he'd eaten it, he could have spit fire out of his hands. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. No arguing that. Yeah. Uh, but instead, he just takes it back to the shredder and he's like, look what I found, Excuse boss. me. The Shredditor. <laughs> Sorry. He brings it back to the Shredditor. And he's like, look what I got you. I got you some flowers, boss. And he's like, wow. We got to find what made this big. Yeah. And you know what? The real tragedy of it? Shredder. Shredinator. Shredditor. It wasn't the mutant gin that made it big. It was the love and compassion of a good home. No, it was the mutant gin. 
Is it? I really didn't yeah, pay a lot of attention no. to the back half I probably left or front that. half of this yeah. movie. Well, the thing was, they only played the Casio keyboard, so the tension never built. Correct. I was it always is... getting a couple of punches, a synthesizer, and I never quite was like, ooh, this scene must be important. Right? Yeah. There was also that like weird uh, like Looney Tunes-style orchestral score for the real big action sequences. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's bad. Very bad. Yeah, the score work was particularly terrible. Yeah. It was egregious. No, uh, <laughs> nobody brought their A game. No, I would argue that nobody brought a game. Period. <laughs> David Warner looks—he is acting way too much for this movie. Oh, he by clear- a good forty percent. Yeah. He clearly had some gambling debts to pay off. Also, right. poor Kino clearly thinks this is his big break. Mm-hmm. It was. He got to be Surf Ninja number one after this. And I know we haven't gotten there. <laughs> But we will have Vanilla Ice. True. Correct. Sweet, sweet A-game every single time. So That man doesn't know how to phone it in. No. Except for that time that Suge Knight held him out that window. <laughs> uh, here's then the, he was phoneless. I was going to say, fun fact, not phone, real Vanilla Ice. Yeah, yeah. no, he just got hung up. It's out way there. less impressive if the story is Suge Knight held a telephone nah, off the balcony. No, 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 it was Vanilla Ice by his ankles. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I mean, in his defense, he did owe his writing partner a lot of money. Oh, yeah. 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 And then after that, they owed Queen a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. It's not the same. It's dun, dun, ching. It's the exactly. ching that no, makes no, no. it different. It's not the same. It's dun, 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 dun. That's the vanilla ice. It's yeah. got that extra little dun. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's the dun, 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 what I love, and I encourage everyone to uh, search engine it of your choice. Look up ben. the video of Vanilla Ice explaining, explaining it. It's oh glorious. Oh my god, it's beautiful. With not just a straight face, but like an annoyed that he has to even explain this right. to you. Yeah, face. you fucking plebs can't hear the ching. Like you obviously don't understand music theory, bro. He put a ching in there. Uh, every time you say that... Ching is the sound of like when a frisbee golf disc hits the net, yeah. the chain net. So Ching, yeah. Which is also the noise that's made in that song by Vanilla Ice. No, good point. Yeah, he, he went uh, real Ben Burt and sampled it from real life to give it a real lived-in quality to that song. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, so yeah, Dave, uh, David Warner, Professor, uh, gets kidnapped by the Shredditor and the goons, and they're like. You gotta, you gotta give. <laughs> we us... found a turtle and a hound. Can you make them some mutants? <laughs> yeah, He's well, like, that's the thing. We, we got five yeah. minutes of thought into this plan, right? And they're like, we need this extra ooze. Uh, and then we cut to Splinter bringing the turtles up on the roof, and he's like, "It's time for me to tell you the story of how you came to be." Look at this broken glass tube. <laughs> End of story. Yeah, because Donatello already knows the story. He's like, oh, that's a tube. That's the yeah, came from that tube. Yeah, that's true. He says, I'm going to tell you guys the story of your origin. He's like, he's going to tell us about the time we got hit by that ooze that mutated us from store turtles into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, if you know the story, Donatello, don't spoil it. No, but tell it anyways. It. No, tell it anyways, don't Dad. Spoil tell it. it. No. No, Daddy's gonna have some of his sit-down juice, and you're gonna be goddamn quiet. Ooh, sit-down juice. Good stuff. Looks like apple. Doesn't taste like apple. <laughs> it tastes like disappointment. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's why I can't drive you to your peewee practice. You're gonna have to walk again. 
Thanks, Dad. No problem. I am the best dad. <laughs> Says so on my mug of sit-down juice. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had to put it in the mug. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm drinking it out of coffee mug. World's greatest dad. Yeah, because otherwise they know it's sit-down juice. Right. <laughs> if you keep it in that mug, they're just going to be like, oh, Daddy drinks coffee all day long. Right? Yeah, he He does. must work very hard. So hard. <laughs> You know, Mommy says when most people drink coffee, they're supposed to get hyper. But when Daddy drinks his coffee, he gets real sleepy and mad. <laughs> I do this to feel normal! Uh, I just, I, you know, sitting down to record this breezy 80-minute movie, I uh, <laughs> did not expect it to get to child abuse so quickly. Hey, well, listen, it's a thing that happens. We're That's keeping true. it real. Call call your congressman about child abuse, uh, particularly again it. Yeah. yeah, no, don't be for it. Yeah, don't be for don't it. Don't be for it. That's not the votes we need. <laughs> is is it? Do we really just need to pass a bill? It feels like we can get a lot of bipartisan support on this. You'd think that, right? Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, he Splinter tells them the secret, and they're like, "You have to go to TGRI and steal back this last thing of ooze that they're getting rid of." So they go to TGRI, and then all oh, the Foot Clan's there—they've already gotten the ooze. Yeah, that's when they kidnap David Warner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a big fight scene, I guess. With fight a bunch slash of- keep away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, mostly- it's really a raucous game of keep away. Right. Yeah. Very it- raucous. It is a lot of uh, Foot Clan soldiers standing in a perfectly straight line watching the turtles do stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not and, a lot of contact. And, uh, Donatello surfs on an office chair. That looked pretty fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, at one point, uh, a very large uh, member of the Foot Clan, uh, Zoftig, I would say, <laughs> um, uh, he uh, gets headbutted in the dick yeah, by Donatello. Correct. <laughs> Which causes him to not drop the ooze, but throw it up into the air. It's in God's hands now. Hey man, you can't control what happens. Jesus, when you get take the ooze. In the dick. Yeah, and that the TJRI uh, like glass canister. The glass is clearly made out of like champagne bottle glass because that shit hits the ground multiple times and does not explode. Oh no, it doesn't right. even kind of care. Yeah, yeah, it's some thick ass glass, Fuck yeah. right? Uh, but anyways, the turtles end up getting beat up by Tatsu and his goons, and they ninja smoke bomb away, which is apparently also a stink bomb, because they're just like, ew, it smells bad. Yeah, there's a lot of jokes later on in the movie about, like, bad smells. Yeah. It is a kid's movie. Very true. So, I'm sure... Kids smell terrible. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And they're so damp. Right? <laughs> fucking hate it. Constantly, like sticky hands all the time they're like high five and you're like sure little kid and then you're like oh fuck what was that you little bastard (laughs) (laughs) it's true it sounds like you need my latest invention the Purell child belt (laughs) it's a belt that the child wears that constantly uh, spits out Purell for just such high fiving situations I like that can I just get like a a belt that just shoots talcum dust out of it to (laughs) to dry them off just hose them down (laughs) with it right right I mean, it's not up to me to, te- to tell you how to raise your kids, Mark. You, you do what you want. It's not the kids that I want to have. It's the kids I deal with at work. I know. <laughs> Same here. I don't even want kids. Yeah. Uh. They're so wet. <laughs> God. Constantly musty. It's, it's 20 degrees outside, and all these kids are sweating <laughs> so much. So weird. I have a lot of comic books, and they tell you specifically to keep those dry. I don't yeah. know about this. Ugh. So anyways, yeah. uh, they kidnap the doctor, and the Shredder's like, 
All right, you got uh, me. Uh, uh, he's a professor. You're okay. Right. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. A professor. He went to seven years of college, not four. Yeah. You're right. You got me. You got me. So the Fessing professor uh, is being brought in by uh, uh, the Foot Clan to mutate two animals. Uh, the fiercest the- animals they could find in all of New York. A yes. snapping turtle and a wolf. Which says to me that they didn't get as far as a zoo, of which there are at least two in the city of New York. Yeah. I'm actually pretty sure they just rustled up pets of Foot Clan members. <laughs> yeah, the wolf, once it gets shrunk down, spoiler alert at the end, back to regular wolf. Totally a dog. Definitely like a husky yeah. or something. Yeah, it's just a dog. Yeah, I do want to give that good, good boy a little pat on his head. Yeah, he sat so good. Ooh, uh... So yeah, what's they, his name? Toko. I I assume so because it would be weird if it was Razar because yeah, because no, like, he's not spikes. the snapping turtle. The yeah. snapping turtle's got to be Razar. I don't know. They're only ever introduced as a pair, so it's hard to tell like which one's which. Yeah. Mm. So they get mutated. Uh, meanwhile, the turtles are trying to find a new house because they know the Foot Clan's gonna come after them, and they're like trying to run around to find a new underground subterranean place. Raphael's like. Motherfucker, I ain't dealing with this shit no more. Kino gave you a good idea, cause Kino. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Kino shows up at April O'Neil's house to deliver pizza, but he knows the turtles are there, and he finds them, and he's like, S-, and then Splinter tells them their fucking origin story again. The whole origin story, which he convenient like it cuts to like the Splinter says, you know, sit down, we have a lot to discuss, and then it does a hard cut, and it's like, oh good, we're skipping over that, and then Kino says. So you're telling me that this ooze mutated these four turt? Like, god damn it! Yeah. I love what I love is when Splinter finishes his story, he goes, So, with some <laughs> Renaissance art I found in the sewers, I gave them their names. As if they were just like original fucking Da Vinci's and Michelangelo's right. hanging around in the New York sewer system. Well, what it was is uh, some of the Nazis that fled to Argentina made their way up to New York with the stolen artwork. Uh, I guess, what would it be? The fucking CIA would be? The Monuments Men? Sure, the Monuments <laughs> Men. Uh, no, the, the people who would be in charge of like seizing that art and giving it back. Uh, they were hot on their tail. So they're like, well, you know what? If we don't get them, no one does. But hopefully, a mutated rat does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they put it down there for the gators. <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let's all be really honest. Uh, if the show was Teenage Mutant Ninja Gators, fucking awesome. It'd be pretty rad. Yeah. Wasn't there a Standing cane? Standing up on their tiny hind legs. Wasn't there in the Ninja there Turtles cartoon a Cajun show Gator. a Cajun Gator yeah. character? Oh, yes, there was. Good Who's shit. like, a, I guarantee I'm going to chop you up, God um, dog. Correct. I hope he was, he was voiced like, by Lou Albano. Yeah, or Paul Prudhomme. <laughs> or Paul Prudhomme, yeah. <laughs> uh. They don't. They fucking wheelbarrow Paul Prudhomme to the recording studio every week. <laughs> yep. He throws down some Zatarans. <laughs> <laughs> they cut all the parts where he's talking about filet powder. <laughs> now here's what you want, boss. A good gumbo. Uh, uh, Paul, we're just going to need you to read the lines. I'm going to get you turtles. <laughs> oh, yeah, I make some good turtle soup. You tell you what. I guarantee. Paul, I'm pretty sure the accent you're doing is incredibly, incredibly insensitive to somebody. Yeah, that probably true. <laughs> God, we're going to have to chop this up and turn it into an episode of Street Sharks. <laughs> right? 
Uh, so the turtles, uh, uh, Raphael ditches the turtles, uh, and then almost immediately Michelangelo falls through a hole in the sewer, into a deeper sewer. Yeah. Uh, no, into a discarded, uh, Train subway station. station. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Yeah. Where the, the same place that, like, the pink slime from Ghostbusters 2 is. Right. Correct. It's also where, uh, V for Vendetta's train full of dynamite is kept. Yes. Yeah. Oh, in the film. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, sorry, I'm more familiar with the, the comic. Actually, it's in a disuse. It's also in a disuse. So I was like, wait, yeah. is it different? Yeah. No. But in the comic book, the very first thing he does is blow up Parliament. Yes. Yes, it is. That is literally within like the first five pages of oh, that he yeah. accomplishes no, one no. of his main goals. It's and a really great comic book. It is. It's it's. Dynamite! <laughs> but it is a great meditation on the conflicting forces of anarchy and fascism and in a way that like, is very complicated but very understandable. It's like beautifully constructed too. Like the whole bit where there's like the, the piano bit where all that stuff is happening. And yeah, he's like there's a break playing. in, in yeah. between volume one and two where the artwork goes like you have to turn the book yeah. vertically mm-hmm. because it's meant to be read like a piece of sheet music. It's real interesting. It's very cool. It's a very good book. It yeah. is. Agreed. Cool. Uh, you, you want to talk about that? Oh, oh yeah, wow. we're back in that train station with those turtles. Ooh, it's so dusty, but what they do have... <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's dusty? <laughs> Ooh, it's so dusty. But they do have a walk-around payphone. That's true. You just pick the whole fucking payphone up, walk wherever you want, call it's, anybody. It's like one of those phones from, like, Rat Patrol, where it's like the backpack phone. Yeah, right. <laughs> rat Patrol? Yeah. What is a Rat Patrol? The sequel to Fish Police? <laughs> No, it's the no. prequel to Paw Patrol. <laughs> Guys, you're both wrong. <laughs> Rat Patrol is about a uh, like a mobile jeep unit in I want to say the Vietnam War. Uh, but the rats? They're they they patrol. They patrol the jungle. But are they rat people? No, they're people people. Why oh, are they yeah, rats? That's why they got the radios on their exactly. Rats. It's called Rat Patrol because they gotta like go out and scout the areas of the like most dangerous. Yeah, was this a cartoon show? No, a live action for grown-ups. When? <laughs> I know, the 80s. This it was concurrent right. with like MASH and A-Team. No, I'm going to assume that the Rat Patrol is just the evolved version of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Ooh, Guys. I like that too. I no, like that too. I know about this because it's in Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> Meryl Silverberg's yeah. unit is named after the Rat Patrol. The TV show. Correct. Are you sure it's a real TV show? Yes. Or not something that was made up for Metal Gear Solid 4? No, because they never make direct reference to it in Metal Gear Solid 4. It's one of those Easter eggs that's meant for you to, like, discover and learn about on your own. See, this is why I hate things. (laughs) (laughs) They make me have to go do other things so I can like the thing I was just doing more. Oh, nothing you could possibly do will make you like or understand Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh. It is a train wreck top to bottom, but it well, is Well, I mean, it's got a reference to Rat Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> it is the only train wreck that I know of that has a cybernetically enhanced vampire do flamenco blade dancing on the chest of his cyborg enemy. That's pretty baller. I mean, that's pretty cool. I like that. That cyborg later gets both of his arms chopped off, so he picks up his katana in his teeth and uses it to fight off a World War II-era battleship. Also what? awesome. However, if he's a cyborg vampire, why doesn't he live on glass? <laughs> uh, because that's Russell Crowe from Virtuosity. Oh, okay. And he's oh, not yeah. a cyborg. He is like a photonic projection of a hologram. Oh, no, right, he right, is right, a right, software right. program given shape 
by glass? <laughs> Sweet, merciful glass. We'll have to watch that movie. All I know is when he gets hurt, he like absorbs glass and yeah, it makes does. him better. He and he wears it. a lot of dope suits and he fights Denzel Washington. <laughs> mm. Give that man an Oscar. Guys, I want one of these glass suits. <laughs> it's like a David Byrne suit, though. It's always three sizes too big. Well, I mean, it would have to be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to chafe, John. <laughs> So, uh, so uh, meanwhile, while the other turtles get their new home in order, uh, Raphael runs into Kino, and they're going to do their plan for Kino to infiltrate the Foot Clan. Yeah. So, Kino goes to the Foot Clan auditions. Yeah. Which is, you know, outside the basketball court by the chain link fence. Yeah. yeah. He signs up with the Jets. Yeah, it's 30 members of the hairband Rat uh, <laughs> and Kino. Uh, and so much denim. Yeah, oh, so, so much, much denim, denim and leather. Uh, uh, they are taken inside. They have to pass a test first, and the test is just one on one fighting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Kino, uh, but it seems to be like guys. like Mortal Kombat two tournament style where there's no pause. You got to do it all on one life bar. Yes. Yeah, you got to. So they keep, keep throwing it. Like as soon as you beat a goon, up, another yeah. goon jumps in. Right, right, right. Uh, so Kino uh, uh, kicks a couple guys, which is of course where the Foot Clan learns the system of wait for a guy to fight the guy and then attack that guy. Correct. Yeah, you gotta you yeah. gotta set up a good foot distance so that when they try to go in for a fast combo, you can dodge out and then do a punish combo back at them. True facts. So uh, Kino uh, does a lot of martial arts. He's actually a really great martial artist. And oh yeah, he's kicking this, the crap out of these. This guys. brief thirty seconds of fight footage is the best fight footage the entire movie has. Sure, hands down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kino does this great move where he like he kicks the guy and the guy catches his kick and then he just like gives him like the Dikembe Mutombo no 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 finger wag yeah. and then jumps up with his other leg and just throws it across the dude's face. It's real rad and it's a move that my friends and I uh, imitated constantly uh, after this movie came out sure, back in yeah. 1991. We hurt ourselves so many times. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why God invented the trampoline. And this is why mm-hmm. Britain outlawed nunchuck. Yeah. Oh man! It's Don't... only until very recently that ha- that being in possession of a nunchuck is no longer like a like a prison crime. What a bunch of Puritans! I mean, to be fair, up until like I believe the seventies, it was a prisonable crime to be gay there. Correct. So you know, yeah. what a bunch of Puritans! Plus, yeah. over there, it was teenage mutant hero turtles because right. ninja was too violent. You know what? I'm beginning to think that this Margaret Thatcher character wasn't on the up and up. I think she might have had, bear with me, some bad ideas for that country. Whoa. Whoa. Far be it from me to second-guess the decisions of Meryl Streep herself, but I think that politician may have been on the wrong side of history. Now, wait a minute, John. You're telling me that a woman known as the Iron Lady... (laughs) Wasn't good at her job? I'm I'm just going to say that those labor unions made a very good point about wanting to be, you know, legally protected as labor unions. But she had a power suit that she used to fight crime. <laughs> she was the Iron Lady. She did. She did have a power uh, no, she, suit. I, she was the Iron Patriot. Oh, the Iron right. Lady is Riri Williams. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. No, she's Iron Heart. Yes. 
Uh, and technically, Pepper Potts is Iron Lady, but she's Rescue. That's what it was. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to remember. I knew there was an actual Iron Lady in the comics. Yeah. We got there. We did. Yeah. Good, Good work, job. everybody. Yeah. And we brought a spotlight onto history's forgotten mistakes of Margaret Thatcher's uh, tenure as Prime Minister of England. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of them were exposed in Genesis's Land of Confusion video with all them puppets. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Few people hated Margaret Thatcher like Genesis. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Kino passes his uh, Foot Clan entrance exam by taking a bunch of bells off a dummy. <laughs> During a smoke bomb. Uh, yeah, but if you hear silent bells. Yeah. yeah, but then he's immediately found out when him and Raphael have a little confab in the... The dump cul-de-sac. Correct. Now, it seems to me, I'm no fancy big city Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, but it seems to me like their plan John, was... stop pulling on your suspenders like that. <laughs> I, I can't. I got my thumbs caught in the hose. <laughs> They're going to break. Uh, but it seems like the plan was, okay, I, Kino, will infiltrate and report back to you with reconnaissance information about where they are, not I'll infiltrate them and you'll just... Follow me there. <laughs> and all around the whole camp and just hide behind <laughs> random dumpsters and stuff. It seems like Kino getting into the Foot Clan is at best vestigial to this idea Here's working. My thing. Raph is my favorite. Absolutely. <laughs> He's Love the best. fucking Raph. Size are fucking cool. Love that attitude. There's a reason he's not the leader. <laughs> Yep, he's hot-headed and impetuous. And bad at plans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, they are immediately caught oh, uh, yeah. and taken hostage. Uh, meanwhile, the Shredder... Well, Kino gets out. Oh, that's like, right. Kino gets gives out. himself up fighting all the guys so that Kino that's can right. get out to warn the others. Kino runs sub- across, like, five... All five of the burrows. Yeah, yeah. and he gets, like, O'Neal. really muddy, and he grabs a t-shirt, and he invents the smiley face, and then he keeps running. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah that's Jackson true. Brown plays. Yeah. He's running empty. It's crazy. He invents the shit happens bumper sticker. Absolutely. Yep, all that all stuff. just running. Grows a full beard. Mm-hmm. By the time he gets back to April. By the time he crosses the Staten Island Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he gets he gets back and he's like, Splinter! Bam! Meanwhile, <laughs> which everyone immediately understands. Sure. Meanwhile, uh, the Shredder unleashes his two mutant uh, monsters, Togun Razor, a big wolf and a big snapping turtle. Turns out, they're babies! Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they immediately call Shredder mommy. Uh, <laughs> because they've, like, imprinted on him. And he, yeah, he's angry that they're not immediately... Super geniuses. Yeah, yeah. they should be super geniuses. Well, Wiley Coyote was a super genius. Absolutely. And he was very bad at his job. Correct. Yeah. Uh, that's well, because... I mean, it depends. Well, if no, his job is catch the roadrunner, sure. If his job is to order things from Acme, I think he did really well. Uh, no, his true. job was definitely to catch the roadrunner. And I think those... Uh, uh, Cartoons were definitely meant to be a swipe at the liberal elite. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you talking about like how the Roadrunner was just naturally talented, and it doesn't matter how much work the Coyote puts in, he is always going to come short against the Ubermensch? Sure, I don't know. I was making a joke. Well, I'm just saying, I kind of fucking hate the Coyote cartoons now, cause that's bullshit. I mean, it's true though. Nah, nah, my cartoon's gotta be duck or nothing. 
That's literally one cartoon. Yeah, yeah. that's tough, man. You're really restricting yourself. <laughs> sorry, it's sorry. Really technically, hard. technically, two, one and a half cartoons. Because there's like a good four minutes at the end of one Clerks the Animated Series episode that does Duckamuck. That's true. That's true. I didn't know. I, I turned on the first five minutes of the first Clerks episode and said, this isn't Duckamuck. <laughs> <laughs> and ran for your lives. No, that was a well good decision. Like, though. I don't get all these fucking Pixar movies. None of them are Duckamuck. <laughs> It's like, oh, you gotta see Frozen. It's got Anita Menzel, and she does a great performance. Kristen Bell's in it. You like Veronica Mars. All right, I'll give it a shot. Five minutes in. This isn't Duck Among. <laughs> I went and saw Kubo and the Two Strings, <laughs> and I'm like, everyone's oh. like, oh, it's Studio Latke's best work ever. It's so good. It's yeah. gonna make you like reconnect with your. Five minutes in. No Duck Among. It's not Duck Among. I got the fuck out of there. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm gonna name a few more cartoons. Walked right up to the booth and was like, hey, give me my money back. Here's the thing: Beauty and the Beast, not Duck Among. Really? Little Mermaid, not Duckamuck. You're shitting me. Whoa. <laughs> These are all not Duckamucks. You're blowing my uh, mind right now. Weirdly oh. enough, though, uh, Hayao Miyazaki's Lupin the Third, Castle of Castorliago. Totally Duckamuck. Duckamuck. Nice. Oh, interesting. Cool. Nice. I think I knew that, actually. Uh, I think I heard that. Speaking <laughs> of cartoons, uh, has anyone seen the trailer for the live-action Aladdin movie? With the... With, the, ooh, with Will Smith? With the oh, creepy, God. blue, uncanny <laughs> valley Will Smith genie? I, love I, it. I deeply want him to just use all of the material from Robin Williams. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Just a point-by-point point impersonation. I don't want him to come out and just do yeah, the exact lines <laughs> and have to do all the impressions and everything. <sighs> I can't wait to see Will Smith do a Jack Nicholson for no reason. Oh, I bet he does a good one, though. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. He could be practicing. Maybe he captured that Phaeton. Is he a Scientologist? Yeah, I wouldn't know. He's, he's a, not a duckamuck, so, so I haven't seen him. <laughs> nah, man, he's a Scientologist. He's, him and Jada are like secret Scientologists. Oh, I thought Jada was a Batman. Nah, Jada's like a keto Didn't he get emancipated? Batman? Will no. Smith was never enslaved. <laughs> no, you're thinking... No, 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 no. Thankfully. No, there's Jada Pinkett Smith hit Will Smith's wife and Jaden Smith, their son. Right. He's also not a slave. <laughs> no, I, I get that. Yeah. I mean, legally emancipated from his parents. No. Nah, then how is he going to get all those sweet, sweet music record deals? He's Batman. Oh, shit, he's Batman? No, he's not. <laughs> he's <laughs> the karate kid. Wait. And he's after Earth. <laughs> oh, is that oh, what shit, happens Oh, shit, this karate afterwards? kid's getting after Earth. Yeah, it's a great movie. He spends most of it napping. Ah, <laughs> uh, this planet could use some waxing. That's cool that Ralph Macchio is getting a good comeback in the later stages of hey, his career. Hey, he's going to be at C2E2. I I'm saw not, it on the bus. I'm not going So is Alicia Silverstone. I saw that too. Really? So yeah. Yeah, she's doing something. A Clueless? She is. There is a Clueless nah. reboot in the works. That I don't is know happening. What she's doing, but yeah. No, that's not it. That's not why she's there. What? Why I don't would know. she I be couldn't, there? That, those letters were too small. And I'd have to is it like a right blast back. from the past reunion? <laughs> is Brendan Fraser and Dave Foley going to be there? Oh, God. Oh, I shit. Wish. That'd be cool. I'd probably go see that. I would make them all sign Batman and Robin DVDs. <laughs> uh, maybe that's what she's there. To do a full-on public apology for Batman and Robin. <laughs> hey, Joel Schumacher already tried that and it did not revive his career. Well, you know what? He shouldn't have put it on the audio commentary to Batman and Robin. That's true. You had to buy it to get the apology. Yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure George Clooney's been apologizing for that. 
pretty oh, much his whole career day too. One? Yeah. Ah, come on though, he's fine. Oh yeah, he he made out okay. Yeah, he did all right. Uh, so anyways, um, the, the turtles have to face Tokon Razor, and they're like they're big and dumb and stupid, but they're very strong. Oh yeah. And there's like a big old throwdown at the dump cul-de-sac. The turtles are defeated, but they somehow manage to escape back into their. Uh, uh, fucking subway, subway pit. Station. Conveniently, with, there's a sewer at the dump. Yeah, and they bring yeah. the professor with them, and they uh, quickly come up with a way to uh, reverse the mutant process. And we also find out the reason why they're big, dumb babies, Tokun Razar, is that the professor purposely uh, uh, tainted the mutant ooze. Yeah, he yeah. did like a like a light version, like a no-carb version. Put a little pee in it. <laughs> That's yes. how you taint the ooze, Correct. boys. You put a little pee in it. Correct. Classy as always, Patrick. <laughs> uh, is this the scene where the turtles find out that nobody exists on purpose? Correct. And that yeah. we are all flying rudderlessly in a cold, uncaring universe? Yeah, yeah it is. Because Donatello did not take that Ooh. well. Yeah, he yeah. really didn't. Yeah, the professor explains <laughs> to them that like the ooze was basically just toxic runoff and a mistake. And he's like, but that means there's no plan for us? We're just... Things? And Donatello specifically is like, no, I refuse to believe that. There's got to be more to it than that. It's like, okay, Donatello, you figured it out. We made this mutagen specifically to put in the sewers <laughs> in the hopes that four pet shop turtles wander in and are trained in the art of martial arts. By a rat who learned martial arts <laughs> from his human master, you all grew and then came across four original Da Vinci, Michelangelo, <laughs> Raphael, and Donatello paintings and or sculptors. Yeah. I believe Donatello was a sculptor. They all sculpted some. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Art's dumb. <laughs> it was the collaborating with Tom York of its time. Everyone did it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, uh, also, so, I want to get this on record real quick. Tom York, get a haircut, you hippie. Seriously. Also, get out of your falsetto, you jerk. Also, stop. Ooh, Just everything good about call. you is uncomfortable. Yeah. Nothing about you is good. You should give Jamie Oliver his towels. <laughs> and only that. Never speak again, Tom York. There's a lot of Radiohead fans out there that are very upset with you right hey, now. And I'm like to, upset with them. And I'd yeah. like to pile on. Muse is a better band. You're welcome. Ooh, True. I like it. True. Take that, heads of radio. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> eh, whatever. They're just a bunch of... Creeps, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that joke gave me the bends. Okay, Whoa. okay, computer, keep recording. Oh, uh, that was a good one. I that's... was looking for an okay computer one because that's really the only album of theirs I've ever suffered through. Yeah, oh. but I couldn't come up with it. Patrick, stop backing away. You don't have to be such a paranoid android. Oh. <laughs> I've now exhausted all of the Radiohead things I know. <laughs> M- moon-shaped pool. Something about... How their one album aligns with 9-11. Does it? Supposedly one of their albums like predicted 9-11. Yeah, but a lot of things predicted 9-11. Simpsons predicted 9-11. The pilot to the awesome Fox show The Lone Gunman predicted 9-11. Correct. Weirdly enough, the Super Mario Brothers movie did not predict 9-11. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> but I think the original Spider-Man trailer was supposed to predict 9-11, No, too. it just, it had a shot of the Twin Towers and, like, a bad guy's helicopter was webbed up between them. Oh. Yeah. That was, like, the first teaser that came out pre-9-11, and then 9-11 happened, and they're like, well, Ooh. they really 9-11 to this trailer, if you know what I mean. Ooh, yeah. 
I do. So anyways, the turtles <laughs> lose the token razor. They go downstairs. They make this new goo. Their plan is to put it in ice cubes and put those ice cubes in, <laughs> donuts. in donuts and feed the donuts to Togon Razor. Which seems like a step too far because when they make the anti-ooze, it's already pretty custardy. Yeah. It's already a goop. It's right? a, like, it's it's a Boston a, cream. You yeah. could totally Boston it's cream It's easily pipeable. You could make an eclair. You could make a Boston cream. You could, I, I didn't know this, but Tim Hortons does a cream-filled Timbit now. What? You could what? easily have done that. What? You just changed the game, They sir. also do Holy a shit. birthday cake Timbit. No, I don't like it. No, I'm into it. I don't like birthday cake stuff. Sure. Like whatever that generic birthday cake flavor is. Right, like the bubblegum flavor that yeah. they use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Thumbs down. That, I don't like, like that. Ooh, cake batter is my favorite ice cream. Oh, see, It I is don't... good ice cream. Uh, I don't like it. I, I like the it. fuck out of cake batter. No, give me just mm. some good old chocolate. Nah. Maybe some moose tracks. Mm. Moose tracks is good. I like that big fudge ripple. <laughs> hey! <laughs> who didn't? Uh, there's a. Uh, Dean's makes a Fannie Mae mint melt away ice cream. Uh, that's so it's like a mint ice cream, but with a thick... That mint ice cream seems too big to fail. Tell me more. <laughs> uh, it, it costs one whole Freddie Mac to buy it. Uh, so anyway... Hey man, they got a lot cheaper later. That's true. No, uh, but yeah, it's just a mint ice cream, but instead of like mint chocolate chip, it's got like thick ripples of like moose tracks fudge in it. Ooh, it's real good. Nice. Uh, usually it all clumps into one giant like sort of like Cthulhu-esque hunk in the middle that right. you can just kind of like dig out on its own. And nice. Eat. So yeah. it's like the Ben and Jerry cores. Yeah. Nice. So anyways, uh, <laughs> final confrontation time. They go to meet uh, the Shredder. Oh, sends a message to April O'Neil to meet them at the construction site. By Correct. the docks in Central Park. <laughs> <laughs> you know those docks. What in the middle of Manhattan Island? <laughs> yeah, it's right next to uh, next to Strawberry Fields, or on the corner from the Dakota. Yeah. Right, yeah, they're, they're the ones. Yeah. So they go to the big concrete. The construction set. site. They give Token Razar the the anti mutagen <clears throat> donuts. donuts. They each eat one. Then the turtles push their luck and try to give them more. And Toko? Yeah, Toko's like, wait a minute, this donut was weird and cold. And he smashes it, and he sees the ice, and his tiny wolf brain is enraged. Now, this is not only a great plot point as to why the turtles need to fight Toka and Razar, but this ice will become plot-relevant very soon. Correct. Because the Iceman is just Coming. behind the door. <laughs> yeah, they throw one of the turtles, because most of the fight choreography of this is just Toka and Razar throwing a turtle at yeah. another turtle. The suits turtle. are too big and bulky for them to do anything but like like throw haymakers and yeah, pick turtles up and throw them hundreds of feet. I right. will say it's pretty rad that uh, Toka has the like Ric Flair sleeves with the like dangly parts and Razar has the full like ultimate warrior shredded yes. yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. sleeves of rainbow color. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they throw one of the turtles through uh, a wall that leads to the, or through a door uh, that leads to the Dockshore Club, which, oh no, we're right in the middle of a vanilla ice concert. What? Yeah, now Iceman, he's a profesh. He's not going to let this ruin his show. Nope. He uh, he takes his cue from a lot of the like Dada-inspired artwork where he allows the environment to kind of like dictate the first beat of his action. So watching the fight between Toka, Razar, and the Four Turtles, he's like, yeah, this gives me an idea about a song about ninjas. What go-go? Tweet, go. tweet, tweet, 
tweet just because there's a whistle at the beginning. Yeah. Correct. Now, his band consists of a DJ, a guitar player, and four backup dancers. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and he launches into the completely improvised. improvised right off the dome and it's real impressive because his backup dancers do that Beastie Boys thing where they all say the last line the last yeah, word yeah, of the yeah, line yeah, yeah. together cause like yeah uh, cause it's like uh, oh what, how, how's it it's like uh, oh, oh no I know I forgot the words of ninja rap how did I oh, forget no. all I can think of now is the first couple lines of sabotage <laughs> oh yo it's the green machine gonna rock the mic without being seen have you ever seen a turtle get down slamming <laughs> a jam into the new swing sound yeah and let's move vanilla is here with the new jack groove gonna rock and roll the place with now, the power of the ninja turtle bass Iceman really you know what annoyed. I'm saying devastate the show while the turtles are saying cause ninja, now this is a song ninja, about rap, vanilla ninja, ice ninja rap he ninja, made it about himself ninja, rap Go, yeah, well, go, no, he's about go, him rapping go, while ninja, they go. go, ninja, go. But it's go, like, ninja, go, ninja, go. It would go, be like, ninja, if, go, ninja, go. If Elton John, go, halfway go, through go. Candle in the Wind, was like, and then I played some stadiums. <laughs> like, okay, that's very impressive, Elton John, but this song's not about you. You wrote this as a loving tribute. Twice, three Twice. times. Yeah. Three times. It's evergreen. Yeah. Goodbye, England's Rose. When you were sitting next to me at Gianni Versace's funeral. <laughs> I didn't think in two weeks later that you would die. Damn. I got very sad about it. Man, that was a summer of and people dying I, I didn't give a shit about. I wrote about. this song, the song that I wrote myself. And no one definitely helped for you, Bernard Taupin. Especially the lyrics, because they're the best. <laughs> and I'm real good at writing them, just me. And it seems to me you lived your life like a... What was I talking about? I, I'm Elton John and I do what I want. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. It's just yeah. like that. It's yeah. just like that. Yeah, it was a real crocodile rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it. I fucking miss Crocodile Rock, man. I miss when he had those big, weird, flamboyant... Yeah, but Crocodile Rock is like his shittiest, most irritating song. And he fully admits that. Oh, yeah. Good God, that thing's awful. Mm -hmm. It's real. Well, it's like him doing, like, the worst worst Beach Boys approximation he could come up with. Yeah. But, But, you know... I I just like the, the audacity of that era of his career. Audacity is, I think, a word you meant to change out with cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that correct. sweet, sweet cocaine uh, of that part of his career. Yeah, like the song he wrote about it called "White Lady, White Powder." Yeah, Look, they're one and the same. I don't care what he's on. I just want him to be wearing a giant Donald Duck costume while he does it. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, no, we all miss that. There's also the Elton John live in Australia concert, where it was right before he had his vocal surgery because he was. He did so much cocaine that he got like vocal nodes and like all sorts of problems. He was also bulimic and he was throwing up a lot too, and so he just ruined his voice. Yeah. But he did this one big concert in Australia, and he's dressed like fucking like this big long like Beethoven like oh yeah, yeah. shit oh, yeah. like that yeah yeah. And if you watch it like he's in such bad voice, and he's real fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And then the next time anyone saw him was when George Michael was like, I can't find no more oh, of the dog. Shit. Is that like his coming back? And, and then action? he was like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mr. Elton John. And then Elton John walks on stage. He doesn't have the hair piece. And everybody's like, what? And he's wearing. He's wearing like a fucking windbreaker jumpsuit. Oh yeah, and in the video, like you just watched him walk through the back, like shaking hands with people and taking stuff off the craft services table. 
Oh. Yeah, and he comes out. Don't discard me, baby. Don't. Great song. Just um, because you think I mean you harm. Just because you think I mean you harm. That's the George Michael part. Ah, uh, also one of the greatest duets ever. Mm. Like ugh, top three easy. Oh, for sure. Fuck yeah. Hands down. Don't let the sun go down on me. Wait, wait. Better than David Bowie and Trent Reznor singing "Hurt" together? Yes. Yes, but not as good as uh, David Bowie. And Trent Reznor doing, I'm afraid of Americans. Hey, he's afraid he can't help it, okay? He's afraid That's I a can't... real problem. <laughs> hey, man, Johnny's an American. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit, not Johnny. <laughs> I thought he was just be good. <laughs> uh, I always wondered if like the Johnny from Johnny Be Good is Johnny Lee Miller from Hackers. You're right. No, I always thought he was also the Johnny... From the uh, the, sh- the Bad Company song, Shooting Star. <laughs> nice. Johnny was a schoolboy when it heard his first Beatles. Well, that wouldn't make any sense. Because Johnny B. Good predates the Beatles. Yeah, he does. Never right. mind. Yeah, because yeah. they played him at that high school dance that time. That's, That's true. right. <laughs> when Chuck Berry stole that song yeah. from an innocent white kid from the <laughs> suburbs. Hey. Yeah. Too loud. Yeah. Too loud. Too darn loud. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thanks, Back to the Future, for spawning millions of shitty, hey, blank, blank, it's your cousin, Marvin Blank. Uh, Remember that blank you're looking for? Blank this. So many things of, oh my God. You know what? Also, thanks for the laughter. (laughs) (laughs) And all that weird, you're about to bang your mom stuff. And all that... Uh, uh, Weird, your dad's a peeping Tom Definitely stuff. predicting President Trump. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. They did not have the audacity to believe <laughs> that such president. a garish, evil man would ever think to run for president. He's just a very powerful mogul in that Correct. movie. Nice. Uh, so anyways, uh, the fight goes down in the uh, Vanilla Ice... Uh, soundtracks the whole thing with his amazing dancing and singing. They realize that CO2 is the key to make the anti-mutagen work. So they get the idea of, I know, we will pin them to the ground, (laughs) shove uh, fire extinguishers down their throat, and pull on it until Until we're out of gas. Until they stop screaming long enough. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's like all of a sudden, and it's in this club where like the light show is still going, and it's like a cross between David Lynch and Cronenberg. Yeah, there is a little bit of body horror going on here with all the mutants. deeply uncomfortable. It's very unsettling. Uh, So anyways, uh, the Token Razar turned back into just a snapping turtle and a wolf. Which, by the way... A very good pupper. But by the way, you still have an angry snapping turtle in a very loud club with lights and strangers surrounding it. That turtle's snapping at everybody. Yeah, it's real slow. You got one of two options. Flip it over or put a trash can over it. Man, clearly you guys don't spend enough time on Reddit. Every, like, day there's another video of a snapping turtle just, like, biting someone real fast. <laughs> yeah. That's what the trash can is for, dude. No way. Case. Don't bite through that thing. Just look at our nature is lit. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> fair. Uh, at this point, Shredator shows up, all pissed off and full of ooze. Yeah, and he's got the remaining uh, bit of his ooze, and he's like, look... I'm going to give it back to you in the form of more and more mutants. You might even say episodically, week after week, yeah. I'll make a new mutant for you to fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, Kino shows up. Uh, Kino was talking to Splinter, and Splinter's like, you're not allowed to go. And he's like, 
fuck you, old man. <laughs> yeah, uh, Splinter, again, I, we kind of didn't mention this, but he is constantly giving advice that all of the other characters do the immediate opposite of. To great it, success. And it works out amazingly yeah. well. Yeah, no. He's like, you must be a master of your environment and not be seen. The turtles go out and they stop a mugging. Uh, you must not go help them, Kino. Kino runs directly in and kicks the TGRI goo out of Shredder's hand. Right out of his hand. Totally saves the day. Yeah. Shredder, meanwhile, has a backup can of ooze. He has a backup little vial of ooze. And, and he he's takes like, a, this one's just for daddy. Well, he snatches he, a lady who's yeah. going to be his hostage. And, and he's, he's going to turn her into a mutant. Yeah, but then Michelangelo and Donatello pull up back to the future. And they oh, crank up. Oh, guys, it was a prediction. They crank up the amplifier to a fucking 30. Uh, they pump up the volume jam jam. And then she drives me crazy like no one else. Yeah. Yes. And then they let it rip on a badass key. Tar. Yeah, they pump up the jam, pump it up while the heat is pumping. Correct. Yeah. And Get Shredder, your booty on the phone tonight. Make my the day. force of the of the overclocked speaker pushes Shredder, push him real good, <laughs> right uh, through a wall and into the water. Yeah, just right through a wall into <laughs> the ocean. I right guess. at this point, his spine should be uh, liquefied. Correct, but it's well, not. And speaking of someone whose spine is liquefied, during the fight in oh, the club, yeah. Tatsu shows up, and all the turtles use their shells simultaneously to smash him in between them. That guy doesn't have uh, oh, yeah, organs no, yeah. anymore. He's right? down. He's just a sack of goo now. He his bones look like the trash can that Homer uses for chiropractic. Uh, it's Homer's <laughs> spino cylinder. Yeah. And it is a medical breakthrough. <laughs> but those other chiropractors wouldn't see the irony. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Stephanie ruined everything. Uh, so, yeah, the turtles go out. Uh, they, they found themselves on the dock. The Shredder, they've won. They've disaved the day. But then a giant meaty fist punches through the dock. And who would it be but... The Super Shredditors. Yeah. Uh, the Shredinator. So, so the, the the ooze has not only made Shredder go from a slight, lithe Asian man to Kevin Nash. <laughs> <laughs> former Which, Diesel of the WCW, yeah. WWE. WWE, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he also, it has also impacted his costume. Correct. Yeah, it's, it's now like rippling with muscles and covered in leather. Yeah, and all of a sudden he has his a leather cape. Spikes are like his spikes th- grew three sizes that day. Yeah. yeah, nothing isn't impacted by the ooze. Correct. Uh, then and Super Shredder's like, ah, it's time for revenge, and he starts punching the support poles for the dock. Right. And the, the turtles are like, if you do that, you're gonna bring this whole dock down. And he's like, if it kills you, it's worth it. Yeah. yeah, and then the turtles are like, "Well, we're ninjas. We have to be a master of environment. And remember, we're turtles." So they just hop in the water, yeah, right? but... and he punches the dock down on himself like an asshole. Yeah, right. Super Shredder commits super suicide. <laughs> <laughs> well, not yet, because the turtles get out of the water and they're like, "Ah, we love being a turtle." And then a meaty fist punches up again, and they're like, "Oh no, we might have to actually have a climax to this movie." But now the, the there's no pulse. Yeah, the fist nah, just dies. Yeah, yeah. That's just gas escaping the corpse. <laughs> Withers on the vine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then they like go a home. Raisin in the sun. Mm. Uh, Which is a good play, by the way. I forgot how good that play was. Raisin in the sun, very good play. Very good. Yeah. Like, I, it, I, like it felt kind of tropey for a while. Uh, and it's like Raisin in the sun, like whatever. That's like death of a salesman. It's like 
what's oh, even sure. the point of doing well, it? it gets like, but then, like, rereading it pretty recently, yeah. no, that's a fucking great script. A lot of things that you had to learn in the context of school are much better outside of the context of when school. When you're like, oh, shit, this is actually, like, about stuff. Right, yeah. right. Stuff that you actually know about, as it, opposed to stuff you're being forcibly bored with in it's, school. Right. It's not just a play that you're forced to cannibalize for yeah, audition right. monologues. Yeah. yeah, it's also different when you actually read it and don't just copy down the notes off the overhead projector. Yep, yep. Yes, that's a big one. Uh, so the turtles go back home to their underground lair, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, we did. We saved the and day." Splinter's like, "Did you maintain invisibility?" And they're, and like, they're like, "Yeah, yeah of course, man. Whatever." Then explain this newspaper <laughs> that has come out the same night. Hey, man, New York Post, don't wait. It's a picture of the Ninja Turtles with a headline that says Ninja Rap Born. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's. Which yeah. is a Simpsons joke. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then the. He, I can't. Oh, I can't even remember what Splinter says. Well, Splinter says, like, you gotta, like, as punishment, you gotta do 10 backflips, and they start to do backflips, and, and he, he says, says, Go, Ninja, go! Ninja, go! Because I guess the newspaper printed the lyrics. <laughs> Correct, yeah. yeah. And then, as it freeze frames, Splinter goes, I made another funny ah! credits. <laughs> yeah. Nobody was putting any effort into this movie at any point. And the, the tragic knife through the heart is that this movie... The first image on screen is big bold letters in loving memory of Jim Henson. Oh yeah, yeah. There he is. That I is forgot all about that. <laughs> they <a> dedicated <laughs> that to Jim Henson. Yeah, be, well, it was a race to see who could get out first. There was two movies that were immediately dedicated to Jim Henson: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2: The Secret <laughs> of the Use and A Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, and A Muppet Christmas Carol came out in 1992, a year later. Oh. So they blew it by not getting like. Michael Caine held the thing up too long, apparently. Wow. Worth it, though. Oh, definitely. That performance is delightful. Oh, yeah. I always, I always forget, like, how serious it is as a Christmas carol. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, it's Like, not... Michael Caine is not winking at the camera. He right. is genuinely performing a character. Yeah, well, and like, and, like, even, like, Kermit as, like, Bob Cratchit and, like, Tiny Tim, like, there's genuine pathos. The... Buddy, I'm gonna start crying unless we change the subject right fucking now. Great! Well, that's <laughs> always the funny thing about Jim Henson, like, you think about it as being for kids, but really just Sesame Street was for kids. Right. The rest of yeah. it just happened to be enjoyed by kids. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so that's gonna uh, 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 do it for the, uh, the this part of the podcast. So we're gonna move on to, do you remember that part of, of <laughs> Follow That Bird? No. Where, where Big Bird no. is being chased down. <laughs> We found a lovely space for him. It's on the hill so we can look down on the whole town. Stop it, Kermit! Stop it! It hurts too much! John, the wounds are still fresh! John, you've been holding on to that sweet Kermit the Frog voice for three fucking years? <laughs> Fuck you! We're going to bullet points! Yeah. Bullet points! And we're back with bullet points. Our first bullet point... Body count. Give me that body count. Body count. Give me that body count. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. All Ask right. John first. Ask John first. John, what do you think the body count of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze is? Three. Ooh. Okay. There's Shredder. Uh-huh. There's that guy at the beginning that got took behind the counter. Okay. And there's a slice of pizza that Raphael 
stabs with a side. Oh, oh damn, okay. he's not wrong. Uh, and the, and they pray before they eat that pizza, which is a Buddhist ritual of praying before you eat a piece of meat mm. to give peace to its soul. So that shit's alive. <laughs> Oh, all right. I'll give it to you. Thank you for backing up your (laughs) claim. Patrick, what do you think the body count is of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze? I'm going to go with five. A Star Wars story. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with five. The three people that John noted died, one was a slice of pizza. And then (laughs) both of the people that barehanded picked up the giant dandelion. (laughs) Oh yeah. We don't see him die, but we don't see him again. <laughs> Valid point. Uh well playing by Price is right rules, whoever gets the closest without going over, uh neither of you win. <laughs> the answer's one. <laughs> it's Shredder. Uh, the Shredditor. The Shredinator. Uh, In fact, I could have given you two because you could have said Shredder died so Super Shredder could live. <laughs> so Super Shredder could die. <laughs> Uh, so that's going to take us to our next bullet point. How could we have been so wrong? Uh, best kill. <laughs> best kill. Patrick, what's the best kill of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2? I'm going the with Secret the, of the Ooze? I'm going with a the, Star Wars story? I'm going to go with the pizza slice. Yeah. It takes a sigh right in its middle. That's terrible. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, getting uh, getting gut stabbed. Bad way to die. I would right. loathe to take a sigh in the pepperonis. Mm. <laughs> Jesus, John, best kill. Oh boy, definitely the guy that gets taken behind the counter because you don't see what happens. All right, that's true. And that leave you know, like uh, Hitchcock says, it's what you don't show the audience that scares them the most. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like jazz. It's all the murders you don't see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark, best kill. Uh, I'm going to go with Tatsu getting uh, four-way turtle smushed uh, in the club. Because not only does he die, but the last thing he hears is Ninja Rat. (laughs) Uh, The world debut of Ninja Rat. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to take us to our next That would bullet. be like a fucking John Lennon just vamped happiness as a warm gun before the White Album came out at like one live show where four mutant Ninja Turtles killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like if uh, Paul Simon just suddenly whipped out, you can call me out. <laughs> Before that record had come out, before Chevy Chase was in that music video, hey man. in a small dive bar where there's four mutant ninja turtles and they kill a guy. All I'm saying is, best Paul Simon song. I don't know, you man. You can call I, me out? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Here's the thing. I, I only have room in my heart for one very white artist that co-opted African beats, <laughs> and I gotta give it to David Byrne. <laughs> That's true. I'm sorry. Also, I gotta say, for me, Paul Simon, if we're gonna go best Paul Simon song, I gotta go 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Because he does the, uh, uh, get in the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. I don't mean to be coy, Roy. Just listen to me. Hop on the bus, Gus. We don't need to discuss much. Just hop out the key, Lee, and get yourself free. And then... 
four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> kill a guy. And then they kill a guy. Yeah, no, that's baller. I'm saying that's a story you take to the grave, even if right. your grave is right in the middle of four turtles <laughs> that have just crushed you yeah. at a Paul Simon concert <laughs> where he debuted before the record came out, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover, and then Art Garfinkel was just like, go off the stage! <laughs> He's like, I sang the high part on Bridge Over Trouble Water. That was me. <laughs> uh, that's going to take us to our next bullet point. War crimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> war crimes. Give me some of them war crimes. John, why don't you talk about some war crimes in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, I, The Secret of the Ooze. A Star, a Star Wars story. story. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that the improper disposal of toxic mutagen chemicals, but the company is cleaning it up free of charge. So I think that's a wash. (laughs) (laughs) Legally, you can't arrest them because there's been no crime. So you would say that, but you can't. So what are you going to say? Uh, Those pizza slices were too big. (laughs) They went to a Roy's original. Fuck you, it's Ray's. We all know it. Nah, Roy's the man. There were a lot of plot Yeah, I love, his, I, I love his little competing airport on Nantucket. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, that's a deep cut wings joke. I like that one. Patrick, Tony war- Shalhoub's wings? The yeah, same. The same. Patrick, war crimes in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, The Squeakle. <laughs> I'm gonna go now. With... Bear in mind, you can't take that the pizza slices were too big because I already did it. I guess that's fair. I'm gonna go with assembling a, a group of Boy Scouts as a ninja army. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're rustling up your best middle school fighters for your big grand crime wave and putting word out on the street, right? Yeah, that they want mostly teenagers <laughs> to everybody with denim and high tops. <laughs> Dear, Come on down. Dear, I can imagine like the little the little flyer posted to the telephone pole with the little tabs you pull off. Yeah. Are you a teenager? Do you know martial arts? Take one. Come to this dump. That's definitely a hello no. fellow kids situation. You gotta earn your way to the dump. You're you right. meet at the basketball court by the chain link fence. Of course you do. To be taken to the warehouse <laughs> to fight your way to the dump. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. And you gotta wear Wranglers and bring Wranglers. <laughs> And you have to have at some point been in the band Winger. Yeah, that helps. Uh, Mark, war crimes. Uh, I am going to uh, side with John here and give a pizza-related war crime. It's too big! Uh, All the pizza also is... You like fold it, John. That's all you do. You just fold it. Also, all the pizza is clearly hours old. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And it's been sitting under a heat lamp for days. There are no cheese stretches when anyone takes a bite. Nothing. In the first movie, the pizza, like the cheese, monster cheese stretches. Oh, yeah. In this movie, they just like oversized tombstone pizzas. Yeah. Not enough cheese. Mm Mm-mm. Fuck you, movie. Good war crime, though. Not yeah, enough thank cheese. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so Nat is going to take us to our final bullet point. Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? John, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, The Search for More Money, <laughs> an action movie? I'm going to say no, because all of the... All of what has the tenor of an action sequence 
is just a bunch of grown men in rubber suits tickling each other. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine if you're all adhering to the safe words and if you're being real healthy about it. That's none of my business. <laughs> I'm not into it, but I would have been, uh, you know, nice to have a warning that that's what this movie was going to be about so I could prepare myself emotionally for you it. You didn't know it was going to be a tickling movie. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Ah, you tricked me into watching one of your tickling movies. Uh. Come on I tell down you, I make a buck on those tickling pictures. Come on down to the Nickelodeon. <laughs> we got a couple of ticklies going on here. We got a lady tickling the ivories, men tickling on the screen. It's a double tickle for your pickle. <laughs> tickle on down to the Tickelodeon for Tickle Time 2, the tickling. Then we're going to play William Castle's The Tingler, where we've hooked up <laughs> electrodes to the seat that give you a little tingle when the monster's on the screen. That's right, it's a tickle and a tingle for the tingle. I swear to God, Matinee is a movie that I dearly want to love because it's about shitty B-movies starring John Goodman. Yeah. And it's no good. That's because Mm. the other half of the movie is boring stuff about kids being afraid of nuclear war. (laughs) (laughs) All the cool stuff with John Goodman (laughs) making his movie Mant is rad as hell. It's so good. Especially the clips they show from Mant. (laughs) It's super good. Uh, Patrick, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 The Secret of the Ooze an action movie? No, but it should come in the same package as your action figures. You should (laughs) not have to buy them separately. That's wrong. It should just be, like, attached to the cardboard backing of your action figures. Right, absolutely. Like the comic book that came with... Like Marvel did for a while. Like the comic books that came with all your He-Men and or Dino Riders. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Right. Mark, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 the secret of the ooze? Roan Inish. <laughs> uh, Patrick's having a stroke. Uh, An action movie. Either that or that's those... the code word to his IRA I, fighters on the I be- streets. I believe you meant to say the road chip. Uh, is it... I think you meant to say Chippendale. Rescue Rangers? Nah, he meant the Gentleman's Club. I did. The Rat Patrol. All right, Mark. <laughs> Mark, is this an action movie? I'm going to say yes, it is. Duh. In the sense Fire. that it does feature multiple action sequences. They are not good, but they're there. There is kicking. There is punching. There's a little bit of fire, but nobody gets set on fire. But there is some kicking and punching and some leaping and some throwing. Plus, dancing. Always nice. Uh, Ted dancing? All those kicks and punches are wearing a rubber. And does it really count? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, safe sex is the only sex. Yeah. And, all right. yeah. and safe ninja is the only ninja. Correct. <laughs> you don't want to kick someone and then jizz all over their face. <laughs> That's how you spread communicable disease. You kick them with a rubber. And keep that jizz close to you. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> keep it, just keep it in that reservoir tip. Yeah. <laughs> Your Ninja Turtles ninja costume. Guys, is that what Reservoir Dogs is about? I've never seen it. Yeah. What, yeah, what it do you is, think uh... is in that briefcase? <laughs> Pulp Fiction? <laughs> yes, and in the briefcase of Pulp Fiction is a Reservoir Tips. Oh, mm-hmm. Filled with now. Ninja Turtle cum. Yeah. You're right. Tarantino is a genius. Give him all the Oscars. <laughs> he did a real good. No. Final reviews! Oh, hey! John, final review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Used Turtles in Time, The Manhattan Projects. I actually like Tarantino's work. I just think that the shine's worn off a little bit since high school. I think you can take a more critical eye to a lot of his work. Uh, 
it definitely is very self-indulgent at times, but you know what? If you're kind of in the mood for it, it works really well, and I will go to bat any day of the week for Inglorious Bastards and Django Unchained. I think that's made his entire filmography worth it. And how do you feel about the Ninja Turtles movie you watched? Haven't seen it. Great. Patrick, <laughs> final review of TMNT 2, TSO. The original series? <laughs> the secret of TSO. This movie has inspired me to write WGN and ask why I don't have live action reporting in the middle of the afternoon. I'm sure there's somebody not cleaning something up in Chicago at 2.30, and I want to know about it now. I don't want to wait till 4. <laughs> give it to me at 2.30 or give me death! Right? Damn it. I want to find out why Lakeshore Drive is collapsing. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's a bridge out. Correct. Yeah, because they steal girder cracked. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of awesome. It, I mean, it's awesome. Well, nobody died, which means it's rad. Well, see, yeah. here's the thing is that I uh, grew up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And when I was a very small child, I think it was 94, we had a record-setting blizzard. All that snow melted. It flooded the Susquehanna River, and an iceberg took out a bridge. Wait a minute. Wait <laughs> that a minute. bridge is still broken to this day. <laughs> well, piss on that bridge. <laughs> Wait a minute. You lived near the Susquehanna River? Correct. You son of a bitch. Right? I get all that sweet Three Mile Island runoff. All your dirty, dirty runoff ruins my Chesapeake Bay. <laughs> My people are at home right now, <laughs> dancing with spears, wishing ill on your people. Those terrible bastards. Meanwhile, all we have up here is Asian carp. No, up here we get the joy of living at the top of Chicago River and peeing down to St. Louis. <laughs> Take that, you fucking bastards. That's true. We did a monumental feat of engineering by reversing the direction of a river just so we could have the pleasure of peeing on the southern state. Yeah. Sounds about right. And St. Louis. And I mean, like, can you imagine living here or us even being hardly a respectable city if St. Louis were peeing on us? That's true. We'd never make it. I couldn't handle it. Right? Oh, no. If fucking Cardinals fans were peeing God. on me, it would be an untenable <laughs> no, situation. America's big Midwest city would have to be Kansas City at that point. Oh, Kansas definitely. City, Missouri? Nah, Kansas. Mm. Yeah, I mean... It that... always bothered me that Kansas City, Missouri is in Missouri. I feel like Missouri should give it back. <laughs> yeah, or change it to Missouri City. Yeah, Missouri City. <laughs> yeah. I like it. They gotta take that I off. It confuses me. Mm -hmm. Slap an A and an H on that son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. Now I'm down. See, I was thinking A-W. Yeah, that's fair. But then again, I was gonna get a partnership with A&W Root Beer. Ooh. Oh, nice. Good call. Right. Those uh, root beer candies they make, pretty tasty. Mm. Goddamn right. I would love to have an A&W root beer right now. Oh, God, with a nice scoop of vanilla ice cream oh. on the top. And, and then some mini peel corn dog all bites. right down on St. <laughs> Louis. <laughs> yeah, take that, you cardinal bastards. Yeah, you with sons your of big bitches. Arch. Uh, how's that big empty stadium where the Rams don't play? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Rams that just went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> and lost. <laughs> Do the Blues still play there, or did they move? No, they're still there. Ah, uh, you That's suck. why they call it the Blues. Okay. Yeah, it's because it's in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mark, final review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Uh, I'm going to go thumbs way down. This movie is not nearly as good as the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, It is better than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. It is not as good as the first animated TMNT movie, but it is better than both Michael Bay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles films. I will say this is the third best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that has existed. Faint praise. (laughs) Only one of them is good. Uh, but it is better than the live action show where they added Venus de Milo the lady turtle uh, who had the most terrifying costume I've ever seen in my life correct did she have arms she uh, had boobs yeah Whoa. she had turtle boobs Whoa. and it was terrifying Whoa, guys don't do that to me how does it stack up uh, to the uh, what is it coming out of our shell rock tour that that's number did? one hands okay. down because right. <laughs> the shredder has a song not only does Shredder have a song, he does crowd work before yeah, his nice. songs. I would love if Shredder was like, hey, yeah, it's all nice sweater. <laughs> he literally like says, he's fucking Don Rickles. <laughs> <laughs> like he comes out, he's like, hey, look at the Puerto Rican guy over there. I'm going to shred you. Ah, I kid because I love you. I'm the Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. <laughs> I'm into it. Boy, but you have not lived unless you have heard the Splinters' uh, Bob Dylan-esque uh, ballad, Skipping <laughs> Stones. It's about skipping stones on a river and the zen Ooh. that it brings. Uh. It's sung by a rat puppet with a horrifying <laughs> voice. <laughs> we'll put the, if I can find it, we'll put the link in the show notes. No that's neat. the part that makes it... I'm skipping stones. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the part that makes it like Bob Dylan, right? The horrifying voice mm. in the rat costume. Are you and sure the fact that Tom Waits song? <laughs> no, it's definitely a Bob Dylan song because it's also the only modern American poetry. Yeah. So, so you need to do it as... Uh, I'm skipping stones. Hey, Neil Young, thanks for showing up. (laughs) I'm sorry that your car caught on fire, but I'm glad you made an album about it. I love Canada. (laughs) Dynamite drop in, Neil Young. Thanks for keeping the energy up. Those are the only things I know that Neil Young says. Neil Young, very bad at improv. (laughs) Hey, I'm the lead singer from America. I sound just like Neil Young. Holy shit. (laughs) I love that guy. What is the name of your horse? I've been through the desert on a horse with no name. Name that horse. Good to be out of the rain. In the desert, you can't remember your name. Cause there ain't no one for to give you no blame. La 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 la. Just name your horse. La la. It's been lugging your shitty ass through the desert. That's hot. You could at least dignify the creature with a name. I think it's a psychedelic horse. I hate you so much. Yeah. And that's going to do it for this episode of Body Counts and Beer. This musical episode of Body Counts and Beers. This star-studded musical. We haven't had this much music since that episode where I, I did all them. I made Billy Ocean real mad. <laughs> Guys, I just think we should all take a minute to congratulate ourselves on how well we stayed on top this time. <laughs> uh, I think we should congratulate ourselves for yet another podcast longer than the movie it is the subject of. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am still John Rooney Taylor. And we'll see you next time. Caribbean Queen. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Uh, 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 uh. She's a Caribbean Queen. <laughs> Body Counts and Beer is Patrick, Quest of the Delta Knights Bromley. Mark, Body Bags Rosendahl. And John, Piccolo Grande Amore Rooney Taylor. 
Please subscribe to us on uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a rating and review. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com. Gotta get my voice on the tracks. Let me be on the tracks, Mark. <laughs> I need it. Ooh. He's got an old wax cylinder inside <laughs> of his computer, and this is, your voice is just etched into it. We gotta find an Edison talkie machine to play it back in. Patrick, I love your new character, uh, Junkie Prospector. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> it's gonna be the go-to for Werner Herzog from now on. <laughs>